Hi and welcome. I am Pastor Tony Jones and I'm the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Listen, we have a great message for you today. The message is entitled, I Changed My Mind. Listen, go ahead and, and, and view this message and come on back. I have some other things for you. Alright, good morning, good morning everybody and welcome to this Sunday morning, August the 23rd, uh, 2020. Welcome back all of Penn State Harrisburg students. It is good to see you. Welcome to everyone else who have been joining in with us, who's been riding with us uh, during this whole pandemic. We are appreciative, we are appreciative of you this morning. I am Pastor Tony Jones and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Hallelujah, you are great and you still do miracles today. So God, we thank you for just who you are. You know, I appreciate Dr. Jones coming and, and singing for us. Um, before we get started, I just want to give this plug and you'll hear me say this continuously as we go through the next few months, you need to uh, make sure to, that you're registered to vote. It is going to be very important that you cast your ballot come November. If you are away, you need to order that uh, absentee ballot or that ballot by mail right now. This is the time to order. And when you get it, you must fill it out at that time and then send it back to make sure your vote is counted. Again, make sure you are registered. Make sure you have ordered that uh, ballot, that absentee ballot or that ballot by mail um, so that you can get it back in enough time. And then as soon as you get it, fill it out and send it back. It's going to be so important that we as a body of people make sure our vote is counted. Amen? Amen. Come on. Let's jump right into um, Philippians, the second chapter. I want to welcome back, as you heard me say before, all of the students who are back at Penn State uh, University in the Harrisburg campus. Um, we will be coming back to the campus um, soon. Um, not yet, but soon. But you can still reach us. You can still reach me. I'm still right here. Welcome back, Marissa. Marissa was on vacation. I love the photos, Marissa. It is good to see you back. Um, and I'm thanking God for all of you who have come. Come on, let's look at Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians 2. We're going to begin at verse number 3. Let's go. And it reads, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Verse 4, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, hallelujah, 
and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. I just want to give this message a title that says, I changed my mind. Come on. I need you to speak this thing and put your hand over your chest and say, I changed my mind. Why is this important? Because we're at a, a point here when, when the scriptures are, are gently leading and pushing us to how we should take on the mind of Christ. And then the scriptures gives us very specific instructions how to get there. Um, I, I want to I talk about this thing for a little bit. So due to, watch this, due to the self-centeredness of this world system, in other words, it does not regard humility. It says, you better go get yours. You better take care of number one. Listen, it's not about anybody else. It's all about me. I have to get mine. You know, it's all about me first, me first, me first. Uh, you know, you only live once. Um, and so you have to get all that you can. But that goes in complete opposite of what God is saying for us. Let's um, define some, some terms here. Humble. What does it mean to be humble? Or, or how about this? We'll ask the question. Why is humility um, so important? But So humbleness is not proud or arrogant. Modest, low in height or level. It is courteously respectful. Hallelujah. In other words, to make meek. To be humble means to be conscious of your weaknesses and quick to credit God and, other, and, and others for what we have accomplished. See, understand this. Everything that we have accomplished, you didn't make it there by yourself. It is because of the grace of God that allowed you to operate and be successful. And even in your success, you needed others to get you there. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I feel this now. It is not by my own power. It is not by my own might. But it is with God that he has provided a covering. It is with God that he has given grace to move forward or to move uh, successfully in an area. And even while I'm being successful in an area, God had put people along the way to assist us, to assist you in making those things happen. So what God is trying to show you is that it, in order to see him, you have to humble yourself. Glory to God. Whenever we, 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 we take time to um, congratulate ourselves or we take time to puff ourselves up, every time we do that, we push God to the side. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, I, I remember being asked to uh, conduct a, a, a training session. 
And in the, the training session, it was very, very successful. But after the session was over, I had gotten all of these different um, uh, congratulatory uh, emails and uh, 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 things like that, and where people were just um, saying, what a great job you did. Listen, I was very much aware that it wasn't me that was that needed to take the credit. It was God. Um, and and the reason why I know it was God, because prior to that event, which was maybe 48 hours before it, I didn't know the information, or I didn't even know that I would be presenting at the whole thing. God enabled a grace to come upon me to, to get everything done that I needed to in order to get this thing accomplished. It wasn't me. Um, it wasn't by my own strength that I was able to accomplish these things. It was God. And so God showed me what those things took, what it took to get to that, that, that spot. So whenever we take the time like, oh, no, oh, no, that's not me. That's God. It's an acknowledgement of who he is and the power that he allows us to operate in. Let's move on. Um, watch this. There is a, there's an old you, Holly, there it is. There is an old you that the old mind likes. There's an old you that the old mind likes. What's the old mind? The old mind is everything prior to coming to the knowledge of Christ. There's an old me that my old mind likes. And see, the, the, the old mind likes the fact that um, the old me was focused. The old mind loves the fact that the old me uh, was very uh, quick with um, my, my tongue. The old mind likes the fact that the old me could, could get people right. Glory to God. Mm. The old mind likes the fact that the old me could curse somebody out without even thinking about it. The old mind likes that the old me could do things and operate in a type of behavior that uh, 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 it liked. See, the old mind wants to keep you there. Why? Because the old mind is separated from God. Come Hallelujah. On, on. Let's look at this. Romans, the eighth chapter, starting at verse six. And it says, for to be carnally minded is death. Glory to God. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse seven, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. What does that mean? As long as the old mind, want, as long as the old mind is operating in you, it is always at the complete opposite of God. Glory to God. See, that's why you have to tell yourself, I changed my mind. Right. I changed my mind is an indication or it's an outward manifestation to who you are right now. Glory to God. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Why? Because when I change my mind, peace is all around me. Glory to God. When I have changed my mind, joy is now in my heart. Glory to God. When I change my mind, I have the focus and love of the people. When I change my mind, I'm not worried about what is okay. and what's coming because I know my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. So let me go back to that um, 
that old mind, that old mind thing. See, I was talking with my uh, uh, siblings the other day, and I was mentioning to them uh, about how easy it is for um, me to say things or and, and then think I'm just saying it this way. So, in other words, I will I would turn to Dr. Sarah like, so why are you mad? Because I'm only saying this. But, see, there's a difference. What I think I'm saying is actually coming out like this. Glory to God. See, uh, I might think I'm saying, okay, that don't look right. But it comes out like, why you got that on? I don't understand. Why. I don't see it. Do you see what just happened? In my mind, I'm saying this. But what actually came out of my mouth was that. And I couldn't understand why she's upset. Why are you upset with me? All I said was, have you ever been in that spot? Oh, glory to God, I'm not by myself. See, that's the old mind at work. So, again, when, when you speak and you see that what you have said has now changed um, in the reception of the person, you must give, give credit or credence to maybe that didn't come out right. And ask the question, what did I say? Because <laughs> sometimes what's repeated back to you is not what you intended to say, but is what came out. You intended it one way, but it came out another way. Glory to God. That is another example of how the old mind is dealing with the old fleshly part of you. Glory to God. There is something that happens there when we come together with the mind of Christ. See, here you have, um, I love how the, the scripture um, begins to explain it, that God had to put on the, the fleshly body to come down to the earth. That's where you have Jesus. See, immediately people get uh, confused. We say, well, wait a minute. How can Jesus be God? Well, the scripture just explained to you. In order for God the Father to come, he had to put on this this fleshly body, this fleshly robe, this thing that we see as skin, um, and he had to take on the form of man. And that's where we have Jesus. So are you trying to say, Pastor, that Jesus is God? Exactly. I'm glad we now agree. This is who he is. So when he's re referencing the Son, God had to take on the form of man in order to, to come. And but. This is the part that's the, the most important is that the scripture tells us that we need to take on this mind, this mind of Christ. This is how we become um, connected. This is how we represent. Now, does this mean that we're going to do everything right? Uh, no, probably not. But guess what? Even with um, the mess up or the mistake, we have a way back. We have a way of uh, correcting and fixing uh, things. Uh, let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. So, in other words, because God had, had taken on the form of man, he was able now to be successful in skin. He was able to be successful in the flesh. And that enabled us to be just as successful. Here, the scriptures is telling us all we need to do is change our minds. Glory to God. When, when we change our mind, we take on that godly um, exterior as well as the godly 
interior. We begin to blow up who God is, and then we decrease ourselves. We blow up the people around us, acknowledging the fact that, that so-and-so is here, and they did this, and they have accomplished these things. This is the mind of Christ. It allows us to diminish so that he can reign a little bit further. Let me go back to the uh, scripture here. Uh, verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Let me stop there. See, that, that goes against or immediately of, listen, you got to go for what you know. You have to look out for number one. Mm -hmm. No, it's not about me, mm -hmm. but it's about him. Mm -hmm. And every time I look out for his, he becomes glorified. Mm -hmm. glory, to, glory to God. Uh, verse 8, and being found in, a, in appearance as man, he humbled himself, and he became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. He humbled himself. He could have very well like, look, uh -uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for these people. In fact, you be gone and you be gone. He could have done that, but he humbles himself in order to fulfill the scriptures that each and every one of us would have a way back to him, that each and every one of us could have abundant life, that each and every one of us could live as he had already mapped out for us. Glory to God. These are the things that God has for you and me. Let's look at a, a, another verse of scripture, and I promise I'm almost done here. Um, come on, I need you to say out loud again one more time. I change my mind. I change my Glory mind. Glory to God. Let's look at Luke, the 15th chapter. And here you have a very familiar story. Glory to God. This story talks uh, uh, about the uh, prodigal son. Why is this so important? Because I want to show you, beloved, what, what it's like to, to be in the old mind and in the old flesh versus the new mind. Glory to God. The scripture says here in, in chapter 15 of Luke, starting about the 11th verse, it said that there were once two sons, glory to God, and the youngest son came to his father and said, Father, I want all that you have for me. In other words, I want my inheritance now. The scripture says that the father gave the son what he asked for. And shortly thereafter, the son collected all of the, the riches, glory to God, and went off and lived a riotous life. What does that mean? Well, that means he, he just, he turned up. He turned up so, uh, so high that uh, uh, he did everything. He did everything that he wanted to do. He spent money on, on lavish things, glory to God. But soon the scripture says that um, he has spent everything that he had, glory to God. Let me just pause here. See, that's the, that's the thing about um, finances. You know, whenever you spend more than you have coming in, glory to God, eventually that, that what you have in abundance will leave because if you're spending it, Without increasing what's what's there, you will eventually spend it all. Okay, let's go back to the message. Um, the scripture says that immediately after he has spent everything, um, that there was a famine in the land. Glory to God, and that that the 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 young son had to align himself with some people. 
Glory to God. What people are we talking about? He aligned himself with the poor. Glory to God. And he was able to find a job feeding pigs. Why is that important? Because this job did not pay money. Glory to God. But this job allowed him to eat what the pigs were eating. Now, everybody know that pigs will eat anything, glory to God. And so the slop that they put together, that he was feeding the pigs, the scripture says, the husk from, from the pigs, one day when he was out there and he was hungry, glory to God, the scripture says, he came to his mind. Let's stop right there. Okay. What does that mean that he mm -hmm. came to his mind? The scripture went on to say that he began to think about what his father had. He said, even my father's servants have bread in abundance and some to spare. I will go back to my father and tell him that I have sinned against God and him. The scripture said that that um, he soon began to uh, uh, get his things together to go back. And while he was going back, the scripture says that the father noticed that his son was afar off and he began to run. Why is this important? Because the father was rich, hallelujah. And because he was rich, he didn't do things like run to greet anybody. This was a man of wealth. This was a man of means that if he wanted to run and greet somebody, he would send somebody to run for him. But the scripture was very clear. The father ran and greeted yes. the son, glory to God, and he hugged him and he kissed him. And the son, just like he rehearsed, said, Father, I sinned against heaven and I sinned against you. Hallelujah. The father at that time said, Bring me a, a robe. Why is the robe significant? The robe represents, glory to God, that, that this was a man of means, that this was a man of wealth. The, the Bible said that he, he removed his ring and put it on his son's hand. Why is this important? Because the ring represented buying power, glory to God. See, when you put your ring on things, glory to God, it left your, your stamp or your emblem, and it gave you the power or the buying power to get goods or to get things under the name that the ring stood. Right. Hallelujah. Right. But what's important here is that the son had a, a changed mind. Amen. He changed his mind. Yes. Glory to God. Because he didn't want to be in the, the, the mm -hmm. spot that he was in. Mm -hmm. He recognized that when he was out there eating with the pigs, glory to God, that that was not a position for him, glory to God, that he was supposed to be in a place that was far different or the complete opposite of where he was. Let's stop right there. So many of you are in a place where, hallelujah, that's not where you're supposed to be, glory to God. God has something better for you. For those who are coming back to school, you recognize that now, hey, I'm back here, and now I have to work hard so that I can get uh, those things. God will give you, hallelujah, the strength to endure all of those classes. God Amen. will give you uh, uh, the mind to, to even study, um, to show that you know the, the material that you need. Thank but you see, Lord. it's not in you, hallelujah, that these things are able or these things are possible. It's because of who he is. Yes. Glory to God. When we learn to humble ourselves, hallelujah, and exalt God. See, 
It's, 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 it's a two-point process. I have to humble me in order to exhort him. See, I can't blow myself up and blow him up at the same time. Oh, see, good. I have that's to good. decrease that's in good. order for him to be increased. That's and good. see, when God is increased, hallelujah, it opens the door yes. for blessings yes. up for not only you, but everything that surrounds you. God has a plan for your life, and that plan is to prosper you in him. That plan is to prosper you even in the natural. Well, well, why would he prosper me in, in, in the natural? Because when you prosper in the natural, he gets the glory. That's where the humility comes in. So people will want to pat you on the back and say, you did a great job. You did a fine thing here. And see, this is where the humility starts, and it is it's normally done like this. It's like, that's not me. That's God. It's like, well, what do you mean? God is the one that gave me this ability. God is the one that gave me this idea. God is the one that gave me the energy to sustain this. See, whenever we decrease, we blow him up and we point people directly to him. Listen, beloved, it's not in you to, to be able to do all of these things, but it is through God that you are enabled to get it done. It is through God that you are enabled to, to get new ideas. It is in God that you are able to get new innovations. God is trying to do some things. There's some things that's broken even in families, glory to God. It's not going to be through you that those things get fixed, but it's going to be through God, God. fixing those things. Yes, you can't fix yes, it. That's why it's already broken. You tried it already. Mm. Glory to God. Remember what I said as I talk back and forth with my wife, when she talks back and forth with me, she says one thing, but I'm hearing something else. You can't fix that. Mm. God can only fix that. Amen. Amen. It is when we decrease ourselves and acknowledge the fact that he is the one that things get done. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, I'm going to stop right here. But I just want to encourage you today that remember this, that no matter what we do, we have to humble ourselves. What, what is that? We have to decrease and then we have to increase God. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to say, oh, no, no, that's not me. That's not me. And then stop there. God's not getting any glory out come of on, that. But the moment I say, no, no, that's not me. That's God. He is Hallelujah. blown up and he is made uh, uh, to be the winner that he is. He is identified as being the creator of this idea. He is identified as being the sustainer of my body, of my energy. He is identified as being the source of my uh, power and my strength. Amen. That's what it means to humble you, yourself. Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know, maybe, maybe you've done some things. Maybe you said some things that was incorrect. Um, maybe you, you had a different mindset at one time, or you allowed that old mind to come back. Um, just like the prodigal son, when the scripture says, and when he came to his mind, he said. Uh, so when he came to his mind, he had to humble himself. Mm -hmm. It's like, look, I was wrong. Mm. And because I was wrong, these things happen. I will go back and say this to my father. 
Another way of saying that, I will stop and repent. Mm -hmm. yeah. God, forgive me. Yes. God, fix this. Yes. It takes a lot to humble yourself and recognize where I am is not because I got here, but it's because of who God is. God is trying to get something to us, beloved, so that we're not walking in that same um, uh, ignorance or that, that same darkness. But he's trying to get and separate you from the old mind. Um, let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. In other words, the saying of, of that, that scripture tells us that it's possible for us to have the same mind. Amen. It's possible. But you have to humble yourself in order to get it. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're saying to us. God, I thank you right now for those who are listening, Lord God, of changing their minds. Daily, we often talk about, oh, okay, as we get greater understanding. Well, I changed my mind. I'll take that instead. Today, Father, we say, I changed my mind. And I choose Jesus. I change my mind and I choose the way of the Lord. I change my mind and I'm sorry for the things that I've said and done. Lord God, you, you see the hearts of, of your people. Now, Father, I thank you for blessing them. I thank you for strengthening everyone, Lord God, within the sound of my voice. Father, for those who are hearing us for the very first time this semester, Lord God, I bless those. We bless those uh, uh, students there on the campus of Penn State Harrisburg. Father, I bind that whole sickness spirit, Lord God. We see the different outbreaks that's happening across this nation on college campuses right now, Lord God. Father, I bind that, that sickness that would affect these students on the campus the of Penn State Harrisburg. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you in advance for keeping them, Lord God. Now, Father, even being under restrictions now, Lord God, I thank you for giving them wisdom of mind, Lord God, of where to go and where and who to be with. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for, for changing their hearts, Lord God. Now, Father, even those who are not on the campus, Father, Father, I thank you for blessing their situation. You see their homes, Lord God. You see their families, Lord God. You see where there's strife. You see where there's upheaval. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, bring peace. Peace in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now for changing hearts and minds. We thank you, Lord God, for being the God of all flesh. You do all things well. So, Father, I thank you right now, Father, for being a blessing to these, your people, in the name of Jesus. Change us, Lord God. Allow us not to stay in the same place, but, Lord God, open up our hearts and minds toward you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, it's time for forgiving. It's time for the uh, tithe and offering. Um, if you are are tithing uh, with us, we invite you to give to our cash app at Impact Fellowship. Um, right now, for, for the students who are just joining us uh, today, um, we will not be on campus this semester. We will not be on campus this semester, but 
Um, already, I've been asked by one of the groups on campus for a ministry night that we're going to do via Zoom. So September 24th, look for more information. Um, Pastor Tony is going to participate in a campus-wide um, outreach program on September the 24th. And I want all of you to be uh, involved there. We're going to be talking about um, how to be brothers and sisters in Christ. And how, watch this. Um, um, along with racial uh, reconciliation, with racial reconciliation. So this, the, the school has asked me to participate uh, in that. So stay tuned and you'll hear more uh, from me on that. But I'm looking forward to, to what God is going to do for us here today. But for right now, for this semester, we'll be coming live to you on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock via Instagram, via uh, Facebook Live. And we also have a YouTube channel, and I don't have my address card here, it's right here. Um, but it's right there, um, right there on, on the screen. You'll be able to view us on YouTube and listen to us on our podcast. It's a podcast also, but understand this, beloved, um, 11 o'clock is when we're meeting. So just because we have a podcast and just because we can look, look at it on YouTube, should not take away from you getting up mm -hmm. at 11 o'clock mm -hmm. to join us because there's something about when the when the people of God come together mm -hmm. um, in the spirit of unity. That means we got to get out of bed in order to make it. Mm -hmm. Okay? All righty. God bless you. And I am just praying blessings over you for this week to come. God bless you and we'll see you later. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. God is trying to get things to us. And it is this time that we need to be able to take advantage of what he's saying in our lives. Listen, beloved, I am glad that you enjoyed this message. Listen, come on back. You can view us live on Facebook and Instagram every Sunday at 11 o'clock. God bless you, and I hope you enjoyed today's message.